Hey everyone, welcome to the Lo-Fi Lounging Podcast, where we actually have a name for the podcast because I didn't say it in the first episode, but now we actually do. So for each week or so, or maybe every other week, we kind of invite a guest over to kind of have a little bit of casual conversation, play some chill beats, and put in post-processing, and kind of just talk about whatever. So kind of this week, I actually have a VTuber from Indonesia who I've kind of been following for quite some time. Uh, his name is Katsukidi. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I am Katsukidi. I am a VTuber from Indonesia, like you just said, yeah. Nice. And then, what's it called? I kind of wanted to... Now, I'm kind of into the fandom, or I don't know if it's even a fandom. Maybe it's just a niche on YouTube and uh, Twitch, but... Would you kind of want to talk a little bit about what VTubers are, for those that don't know? Alright, so VTubers are essentially virtual YouTubers, or streamers, I guess. So we we all live in a different world than, than you guys, and we just we make content on YouTube and Twitch, or any other service, I guess. Yeah. And then, where do you feel like most of uh i guess like vtuber popularity like as far as like regions in the world like where do you see most of it being popular oh it's definitely like really popular in asia especially in uh where i'm at indonesia it's really really popular like we we've recently gotten two major vtuber agencies to open offices here so they have a branch Indonesia and there's a, a lot of like you know indie VTubers here and especially in uh, Singapore, Malaysia and I've, I've been following a bunch from the US also like it's it's kind of like I guess because like was Kizuna I like the very first one she was right or I am, am I like or, or, was she, yeah. or was she like just the most popular one she might be like the most or, or the first one to actually go mainstream. I don't know if she's actually the first uh, VTuber, but she's definitely the first to go mainstream. Because I, I'm assuming Hololive and Niji Sanji and them like started after the introduction of Kizuna Ai, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think they... Gotcha. Okay, like, that's... Because I think the one interesting thing that I've seen is just... Because for a long time, the only one that I really knew of was just Kizuna Ai. And I kind of was getting into the videos, but then afterwards I kind of stopped. I kind of like had a drop off point where I kind of was interested in other things. And then I guess because of YouTube's algorithm, it kind of got back into my recommended, but instead it recommended like different VTubers. And then you just kind of go down this huge rabbit hole of like, oh, who's this person? Who's this person? Who's this person? Like, oh my gosh, like, why are they like, who are these collabs? And like, who are these? It's like 50 anime boys and girls and devils and creatures and whatever people streaming minecraft and they look like a demon like who what are these people um i don't know if that was the experience for you and the kind of vtubers that you enjoy watching if that was just something that you kind of went all into at once or over time you kind of gradually got into it i i think i i watched kizuna eye from the very beginning and i was really interested in how you know, she, she's a really good uh, creator, I think, so she's like my role model, sort of, so afterwards, I didn't really watch any VTubers, I, I enjoy mostly esports, to be honest, so I don't really watch VTubers, but like, I, I decided to become one, I guess. <laughs>
what and just as an off topic like what is your favorite esport to watch oh i i love csgo and rainbow six siege uh yes i i can imagine that <laughs> i'm just one of those people that like i kind of come from the world of mobas so oh. i'm forever i'm forever scarred by just league and just watching gameplay of league of like 5v5 like all at once and just the crowd roaring and then hundreds of dollars being awarded to people who are clearly better at gaming than i may ever be but you know that's that's totally fine um who are some of your favorites as far as like vtubers oh well, yeah kizuna and i obviously and i really like uh kaguya luna i like all the og people so kizuna and i kaguya luna and i'm also a fan of uh Seto Miyako from Nijisanji, Japan. And oh, gotcha. I also it's... really like a lot of the new Nijisanji Indonesia people. <laughs> yeah, because I I think one of my new favorites is Hana, Hanamakia, but oh, yeah, I think it's mostly just because like she does a lot of stuff in English. Mm. And also her father's her father's kind of cool. So like I kind of come for those streams just because he, he seems very chill with his his daughter being a VTuber, so I'm I'm on board with that train and her playing Doom. So, you know, in this world you either play Doom or Animal Crossing during this whole quarantine. So <laughs> it's one or the it's one or the other. Or you get really good at Apex. Because apparently people are getting really good at Apex these days. I don't really um, like Apex, yeah. Do you not? Really? Yeah, because yeah, I, I I've seen some people where where I guess I guess coming off of like Fortnite and PUBG and all those other games, I guess a lot of people have enjoyed Apex a little bit mm. better, but I don't remember the specific reasons. I think they mentioned something about like I just remember people talking about Pathfinder, but that's but that's about <laughs> it. But what don't you like about that game? I I actually think it's a really good game, but I don't like uh, the direction that you know the developers are going with it. So I I do oh. I I did enjoy playing it so. And I, I probably still do, I just don't play it as often. Oh, so it's not like on your list of like stuff that you would stream, it's mostly just like Rainbow Six Siege and like those are the kind of FPS stuff that you would get into? Yeah. Mmm. And then, uh, is it, uh, sorry, I'm trying to get my words together, but as far as what you see that gets favorited, like, what are the kinds of VTubers, from your perspective as one, who are the ones that get the most quote-unquote popular? Like, what seems to resonate well with, I guess, the broad populace rather than, like, just a niche uh, genre of, like, oh, I just really like this character versus a character, like I said, like, Kizuna Ai, who can appeal to a broad spectrum of people? I think, like, mostly the the, the type of content that you do. Like, Kizuna Ai does a lot of uh, variety content, so she, she does skits, she like watches memes she plays like random video games and like you gotta re make people relate to you so when i remember like hana playing doom eternal on launch it just got everyone onto her channel because she was the only one playing that game everyone else was playing animal crossing but she freaking played doom so everyone went there I guess it's weird, yeah, because everyone had like a like one or the other decision where they were either going to stream Animal Crossing, which I guess appeals more to the ones that are more idol based, mm. and then there are just some that 
they just play whatever they want and i think a lot more people i guess kind of go more towards that authenticity which for me like a lot more of the vtubers i like are not really like the i guess classic idol-ish characters they're more like the entertainer like the really funny ones so for me like my favorite is more like which is really weird because one of them does claim herself as an idol but everything she does is almost not idol like um it's usada pekora oh, yeah. from uh Hololive because Hololive. she i just she was actually the very first one of the vtubers that, I, that when i was getting back into it she was the very first one that i watched so i'm kind of a little bit biased but she's just a really crazy rabbit and i can relate to that and the other one from Niji Sanji was um, Otogi Bara Era. Oh, yeah. So they're both kind of. Also, Otogi Bara Era played The Legend of Sausage, and that playthrough will just forever remain one of my favorites of her just making sausage puns. <laughs> I can't really say. I go, I guess I could. I guess it's my podcast, so I can say whatever I want. But she made a lot of like sexual innuendo jokes, and a lot of the people who came from her stream to. Uh, fight against her made a lot of very sexual puns and just to see someone like that kind of enjoy themselves and not really care to me like i can relate to that more than someone who's just kind of doing um like classic oh hey here's me being cute here's me being etc etc but it also might come from a difference of culture because i know that for in japan i know that a lot more of what they resonate well with um as far as what i've seen and some I guess controversies that have happened is they're more about I guess the idol culture so more like oh hey like here's this person who I guess is quote-unquote untouchable and they are like my, my idol and I want to send them money and like they're my ideal person like I would quote-unquote want to date them uh and it kind of transformed into like vtubers as well kind of having that a little bit of that same mindset too yeah. But I noticed that as far, especially for like, as far as the Western audience, like a lot of them like more just entertainment. Like we just look for a little bit more like the funny side, like just stuff that we want to watch. We just want to relate. Like we don't want to date these people. Like we just are looking for people who like we enjoy coming and watching their content and seeing what they want to offer. Um, and then I don't know if for Indonesia that's the same or if it's a mix of the both or. I'm not sure. I think it might be a mix, but. Uh, a lot of people do enjoy the idol stuff, so yeah, I, I think we're leaning most mostly to the idols. But we, I do see some people just you know watching people just because they're fun, and it's a it's an it's an interesting topic that you mentioned because like Indonesia is really big with VTubers for some reason, and like we have a bunch of. You know different dynamics between fans so there's fans who are like completely into idols and they they worship you know the vtubers or something and then we have like a bunch of people who are just you know having fun they they do spend money they they give away their money to vtubers but they they know that we're just people and we we make content for fun or for them i guess mm -hmm. and they enjoy it so do you have an idol career in the future? Are we going to hear a Katsuki D single sometime soon? Uh, I... Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I mean, I'm, I'm not close to you know that option. I, I, I am open to everything. <laughs> I mean, 
technically, I mean, you could, you know, because you're a cyborg, you could auto tune it, and no one would know the difference. Yeah. No one would know that. No one would know the difference between your actual voice and your singing voice if it's auto tuned. I do. So have no one would know. Yeah, I can turn yeah. it on if you want to. <laughs> oh, I've, 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 I have heard it. Yeah, I've heard it when you were playing. I I've heard it when you were playing Human Fall Flat, and you yeah. kept on falling, and and you were singing as you were falling. <laughs> Like that, I remember just thinking. I remember watching those clips, and I was thinking, like, "Damn, that's such a good, that's such a good use of being a cyborg and being able to auto tune it and add it to your character." I was like, "Dang!" Like, because no one else, unless you're also cybernetic, no one else would get away with using auto tune yeah. in a funny way like that. I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "Dang, this guy's smart. This guy has a character that he can like take advantage of." Dang! And anytime you feel like you don't like your voice as a cyborg, you can kind of just auto-tune your voice and no one would, again, like, no one would know the difference. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, dang. Dang. I was like, dang, this guy is good. This guy is smart. This guy has a character pretty, like, well set, and I can respect that. Let's see. Was there anyone that you... In the whole broad spectrum of, like, VTuberdom, is there anyone that you would have wanted to collab with? Wanted to. I... I wanna do something with Kizuna Ai and Kaguya Luna. And which which Kizuna Ai? Which Kizuna? Uh, the the older sister Kizuna Ai, <laughs> or maybe the OG. Oh god, maybe the OG. Because I was yeah, because I was like, I guess if because I guess the one that I mostly watch is I think it's the gaming one. Is it the shorter hair one? Yeah. The shorter, yeah, yeah. That's that's the one I mostly watch now. But I do watch some of them where it's like all three of them together, and then they're all like. Uh, uh, commenting on stuff, but um, aside from Keys in the Eye, because I feel like that's that's too obvious that you would mm. want to do with Keys in the Eye. I uh, I don't think Kaguya Luna is active anymore, so but I I do want to do stuff with uh, Kaguya Luna, and I I want to you know do more with Niji Sanji ID. I I did have a collab with Hana and Azura uh, last mm. month, but we haven't been able to like set up anything more and i feel like uh the indonesian people should you know play together more indies and you... agency people is, is there are there a lot of again because maybe i i don't know what it's like being with the company but are there a lot of i guess regulations that they that each of these companies have to go through i'm, I'm sure like for you you can like collab with any uh indie uh vtuber that you want just or like yeah. any youtuber that one because you have like the the ability to you're not with the company but say for some like just for example if there was like a three-way collaboration between like bombs project and niji sanji and hollow live like are there uh, and the, specifically, like the ID branch of it, like, are there a lot of regulations and rules that have to be followed? I'm not sure, actually, but yeah, probably, because you know, it's when you're talking about corporations, it, it gets like political, like mm. really quickly. But I don't know, like, I don't actually know anything, but I am pretty sure they they'll probably have to like talk about things between mm. each other. Yeah. Yeah, because I know that there recently was there was like a whole thing where um I think there was a VTuber who recently retired. I think her name was Oda Nobuhime, mm. and then um I think she really wanted to collab with uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, her name's Tamaki. The the um she dressed like a like a dog maid with like 
a colorful hair, silver hair. Um, all the VTubers are, are melding into my brain. I can't remember their names, but uh, but they but they both have 3D models, and then they went into this whole thing of how they wanted to collab, but then I guess because Oda uh, was um, more of like a corporate VTuber, she couldn't be allowed to, and then they had to pull like a lot of intense strings to be able to collab. And I was like, dang, this this sounds like a lot of work just to collaborate with someone that you really like. I'm like, oh. I would rather That's just really work hard. on my own. I would, I would rather just work on my own, which again, which is a good thing. You can kind of be on your own, and you can kind of tweet on your own because really, what other VTubers tweet that it's real horny hours on main at like <laughs> three at three? Well, at least as far as where I live, I always hear tweets like that at three in the morning, and I'm like, yeah, I guess it's real horny hours right now. I, I guess this is true. I guess I can relate to this. Um, as far as uh, what VTubers usually do, because you guys can stream anything you want from literally eating spicy noodles to video gaming to just chatting and drinking. Um, is there anything that some people should keep in mind when following or I guess supporting certain VTubers or things that like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do this or uh, don't spam the chat or like don't tweet or something like that like is there anything that you would want to tell people for those who are kind of just getting into it to kind of keep in mind when it comes to i guess supporting and kind of getting into these vtubers all right so uh, uh, a lot of vtubers have rules about this so the most common one is do not speak about other vtubers especially from you know other agencies or not from the one they're currently in because it's it's kind of, you know, it, for one, it's impolite, and two, maybe, like, there's some stuff that they don't want to mention, maybe. But yeah, the first one, don't mention other VTubers, or, and the second one is don't be, uh, uh, don't be a carrier pigeon. So, if you're watching, like, someone, some other VTuber stream, and they, some, they say something about this VTuber, don't go to that certain VTuber channel just to be like, hey, Someone said this about you, you should blah blah blah. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> that gets like a lot of people really angry and I, I I think people should refrain from doing that. It's like common courtesy now in the VTuber world. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I I guess I guess that's kinda weird because like I, I do see people mention that where more in the sense of like especially if it's like one-on-one -on -one, like chat time, you don't mention other VTubers of like I've seen it all the time with um uh, Uruha Haru from Hololive where she's like, why do you keep mentioning other girls in my stream? Like, you're with me, aren't you? Like, you're with me right now, like, et cetera, et cetera. And I can yeah. definitely see how, like, if you use another person's, like, like, uh, metaphors and euphemisms in someone else's stream, it can be considered rude. But I guess it's also weird because I've seen clips where I guess, um, certain VTubers fans who will be fans of like other ones who say that they appreciate the other people's work that's when they'll bring it up so I think the only like quote unquote the two positive cases I've seen are like where I, uh shoot what's her name from Niji Sanji Homa Himawadi or something like that like the uh she's I know she has like a sunflower in her hair or something like that but she is one of the Niji Sanji JP uh, VTubers and I guess Pekora said in an interview that um, she really watches and etc cetera, etc cetera. and I guess they've been kind of going back and forth in their streams because their fans were saying like oh uh, Pekora said that like you know she really likes you and blah 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 and then like 
uh, Himawadi would say something about it, and then back and forth. And then the other one was um, the recent uh, b- between Hana Makia and uh, what's her name, Pikame, Pikami from Bombs. Yeah, Pikami. Yeah. Um, where I guess I don't know who it was first, but one of them said, "Oh, I really like." this vtuber and then i guess the people went to the other persons that they were like what this vtuber said something about me and then they kind of went back and forth saying how much they like each other until eventually it got into the collaboration of where they did animal crossing so yeah. i've seen it in a positive case before but overall yeah that is one of the rules that you generally should not unless they specifically bring it up beforehand mm-hmm. um and then one of the other things I have noticed, uh, clearly you have no problem with it. In fact, I'm pretty sure you are waiting for people to do it. But I've seen that most people want to, or do not want not safe for work art in their tags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, unless they specifically ask for it. And if anyone is listening here that is an artist, whether it's in the present or future, listening to this podcast, if you are an artist and you would like to draw some really hot cyber kitsune art, you can send it to Katsuki D on Twitter yep. and he will very much appreciate it regardless of whatever the style is if it's tasteful but please make sure it's tasteful because if it's really <laughs> crappy art he's not gonna like it <laughs> um well yeah other than that I have seen some people where they're like yeah don't don't put or like oh my manager said don't put not safe for work art but it's kind of weird because I also see some VTubers where they're, where they're like um oh like so-and-so like or whoever like so-and-so didn't think i'm sexy guys everyone watching draw sexy art of me so we can make this other vtuber lust for me i'm just (laughs) like man to be in that position where you can just have fan art just sent to you whenever you want that must be great that must be glorious uh but i mean i hope someone draws i i see a lot of potential for like a cybernetic cyberpunk yutsune so please Please, everyone, send stuff so we can all see it on the... Or maybe for the for the new uh, project that we'll talk about towards the, the later half of this podcast, maybe in a certain server, maybe you can uh, make a certain tag or whatever and people can uh, send it there. But we'll talk about that later on. Um, now going on to... Let's see. So how does your... I guess your... your "Quote unquote, your body, your cy- your cybernetic body with your me- with your face slash mask and your arm. Like how how does that kind of is it hard to? Well, one is it hard to take a shower in, and and two, <laughs> uh, what is what what is removable out of your parts? Okay, so my mask is completely removable, but I I do have like a something that clamps into my 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 jaw. I guess yeah, it kind of clamps there and. I just, you know, put the mask to the clamp thing, <laughs> and like my my arm's completely waterproof. But I do have to clean it every every few months, sort of. And yeah, I do. I I remove my mask when I'm taking a shower, <laughs> at least, and when I'm sleeping. I so, yeah. I I kind of just imagine that you you're kind of like uh what's his name Edward Elric, where you just remove. Your giant, where you're just robotic arm, and you're just like cleaning it on your um your knees yeah, or yeah. something like that, or from from Full Metal Alchemist. So like I just imagine it like that, and then like 
I'm hoping it's one of those situations where like you just remove the mask and then it's a beautiful like anime man underneath. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. Like like the fan like you know how a lot of people wanted um to find out what Kakashi looked like under the mask. That's what I'm hoping oh, that yeah. like all every single like I just imagine this this uh zany wacky thing of like all the in Indonesian VTubers and they're like, what does he look like under the mask? Let's like spend like an hour to figure out what he looks like under the mask and then underneath the mask you just have another mask. <laughs> that would be funny, yeah. Like a lot of people have asked uh, me about it like today even because uh, we had a, a thing on Twitter where we, we shared like five facts about ourselves and one of them is like this is a mask, I do have a face underneath, and people were like, no way, no! And I guess they're kind of curious about it now. <laughs> people, please, please draw, please draw your iterations of what you think Katsuki oh, yeah. looks like under yeah. the mask. Please do. If you, if you, if you, th if you think he has eyes like they draw in Lucky Star, please draw it, I would like to see it. <laughs> um, I actually, one of the... One of the art that I kind of had in mind for you, because I'm actually a big fan of this character from League, is I don't know if you if you remember Sona. Um, she had like a DJ Sona skin. Oh yeah, that kind of had like a full yeah. So DJ Sona is like my favorite skin to use whenever or when I used to play that game and it wasn't taking up uh, ninety percent. Um, that skin. It's one of the things that, like, if I ever were to make an actual cosplay of it in real life, like, that would be one of the most badass things to do. And I would love to kind of see something similar where you just kind of have this badass DJ cyberpunk look. Mm. Um, I would love to see that. So please, please, someone draw it for me so we can, like, yes. so we can see it, see it happen in real life. And then once we get uh, Kotsky to uh, about 10,000 uh, subscribers, then maybe we can make it as his alternate skin. Uh, <laughs> uh, please, please, everyone. I'm really just I'm really just begging the people at this point so just so that we can have alternate skins for yeah, your. We gotta uh, beg. <laughs> it's like how much more can we, I uh, ask people to not only donate for a new iPhone but also for um for new alternate skins and eventually a 3D model. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do want a 3D model. So why specifically the Kitsune? For hmm. um, as far as like your character, I also did notice also too on your um reference sheet that you had um, and we'll talk about the 3D again in just a sec. But as far as like the Kitsune, and then I guess like, there was also a kanji for Oni. Um, why did you want to do that specific design? So the Kitsune mask, we originally like I just wanted to wear a mask, so we designed this. We've we've made like maybe five masks. But this one is the one we, we stuck with, so it's a Kitsune mask. The, I think the Oni symbol is just like, it's pretty common to see Kitsune mask with an Oni symbol on the forehead. So we just went mm. with it and we made it like more, you know, cyberpunk sort of. And we just, we, we designed it so I could just stream more freely, I guess. That, that, yeah, that's, that's like the main thing that... Uh, that, that was our main goal. I, I wanted a mask so I could stream and, you know, just be free of all the issues that I could possibly have from streaming with my own face. <laughs> as far as your 3D model, like, for something in the future, 
And also, I really need to stop saying like, but hopefully after five more podcasts, we'll, we'll work on that. But I imagine your character kind of being the type to, it with your 3D model, do something similar to, I think it's called Beat Saber. Where you, you, yeah. you, the Beat Saber where you have like that whole thing where it's just like a very cyberpunk sort of stream where you kind of are... I guess showing off your reflexes and kind of doing that stuff, but what would you want to do for a 3D stream? I I definitely would want to play Beat Saber because I, I do enjoy rhythm games and I I kind of want to make just, you know, stupid dance covers or just like do stupid skits. I think that'll be like really funny and interesting for people to watch. What's like, what's 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 an um, example of a dance that you would want to do? Oh, dude, I, I would want to. If you, if you know like uh, the B Money rhythm game series, there's a song called Daisuke and it has like a really stupid dance and I really want to do it. And there's also a song called She Is My Wife, which also has a interesting dance and a really funny you know, lyrics and video. <laughs> oh god. Oh god, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh god. Oh. I'll, I'll wait for that day. We'll all wait for that day <laughs> one day. Hopefully one day I can also uh, uh, donate to that 3D live stream, and then I'll request you to do a stupid dance to um uh, TKG TKG No Uta and um uh what's that other song Shin Takarajima? Because oh. I would want to just see like I would just want to see your character just kind of like go back and forth side to side because I really just love that song with the, yeah. the passion of a thousand suns. I gotta work um, hard for the 3D. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so do your cybernetic enhancements help with your video games? Do you consider yourself very MLG? Not including any collabs where you may or may not have proven to a lot of people, perhaps more than once, that you are not to be messed with. I, I do think I am better than average, I guess. And, and it, it, does, it does help, you know, I, the mask helps me, you know, focus. And I do have a, a special mode where I it just pumps adrenaline, so I can, I can really focus when I'm, you know, in that mode. And you know, the this, the the arm just helps me move easily. It's, you know, I I feel like it it just it's a part of me now, basically. But it's it's really you know attached to the the mask, so whatever the mask is. My hat will probably just, you know, snap onto it like a, like using an aimbot sword. <laughs> yeah, I, I do oh think I'm better than average on, on, on some games, on most games, I guess. I guess if anything, I guess if anyone messes with you, you could just, you know, detach the adrenaline tube and just spray it in people's faces. <laughs> yeah, I could. Um. So then, are you? This is probably a very random fact. So, um, are you? Well, I guess regardless of whether that's your dominant arm or is your dominant arm your left hand or your right hand? It is my right hand. Oh, so your your right your your cybernetic hand is your strong hand. Yeah. Alright. Everyone keep that in mind when you draw not safe for work art. Keep in mind that his right hand is the strong hand or strong arm. So everyone please keep that in mind when you draw that. Um I'm not gonna infer what sort of innuendo that is but i'm pretty <laughs> sure everyone can can catch on to what i'm talking about okay so now on to something that i think you're pretty passionate about i know i know you've mentioned a bit about 
participate in tweets and stuff like that. Kind of starting with a new YouTube channel from a VTuber stream. Um, what do you feel like, I guess the process for you kind of going on YouTube now and being like a YouTube VTuber as opposed to streaming games on Twitch? So, a lot of VTubers are actually streaming on YouTube. Uh, maybe maybe not America, maybe American VTubers are all on Twitch, but in Indonesia and Japan and everywhere else in Asia, we all stream on YouTube, and I I did not want to be a far bat. I, I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna go mainstream with that one. I, I feel like I, I'm very comfy with Twitch, so my first decision was just I'm going to stream on Twitch, and I will upload archives and maybe highlights to YouTube. And I just think Twitch is the better platform for streaming. But I do think YouTube has an edge over Twitch for, you know, videos and other stuff. But yeah, I, I, I do feel like a lot more people should stream on Twitch. A lot more VTubers should be on Twitch. Are, are you saying that because you're, give, you're giving all of them your referral link on Twitch? <laughs> Dude, I wish we had referral links. I don't think Twitch has those. I, I wish we had. Yeah. Damn, you would uh, you would make a killing on the Indonesian VTuber market if that was the case. Dang. Exactly. <laughs> I know in the West, Twitch is very popular. I guess the way that I've seen it... because have been on YouTube since probably the dawn of whenever, whenever I was like a young fourth grade kid going on the internet because I didn't have any friends because it do be like that sometimes. <laughs> but I remember from way back when, of course, people were just doing more casual long plays on YouTube. But then yeah. with the with the inclusion of streaming services like Twitch, there were some other ones, but Twitch was the main one that came out. Basically, Twitch kind of came around the time of Adpocalypse. And when a lot of YouTubers were getting demonetized or not getting their ads. So Twitch kind of became that alternate source. Um, like some of my favorite uh, YouTubers, I keep wanting to say VTubers, uh, YouTubers like Manly Badass Hero and a few other ones, um, RPG Minx, have found a lot more success, I guess, now from Twitch. So what they do is it's more of a weekend thing. So usually they'll do like a few videos a week during YouTube, but now... Um, or they used to do it where they used to do a few videos a week, but now what they do is they'll do like less videos and then they'll stream more on Twitch. And some people in some cases, some YouTubers have completely switched over to Twitch so they can do more of the content that they decide to do. Because there are some like, I think his name is Cryotic or Chaotic Monkey, where he almost always would do long plays. So it would be like the game of Okami and 40 parts each mm. and each, each video is like an hour long. And that's like a lot of time to continuously like edit and like cut down parts and et cetera, et cetera. And he just said that over time, having to consistently edit and do all that stuff for YouTube is not as fun for him now versus where it's Twitch, where you can just stream and you don't have to edit anything. It's just, you're just streaming it from beginning to end and people can go to that same archived um, source and view it like a YouTube video. Yeah. So it's a lot easier for them, and in some cases, they can use it to get more monetized. And unless you're a ninja, you um, more than likely will get um, a lot more money than you usually do with YouTube. But I guess it just depends if you're partnered or not. But I have noticed that as far as Asia is concerned, a lot more people do 
stream on YouTube. Now, whether that's because of YouTube's monetization or because of the algorithm, I'm not too sure. I don't know. I, I'm not as huge on Twitch for myself. I don't really watch a lot of Twitch stuff because I have YouTube Prime, so I, I'm mostly on YouTube all the time. But I don't know how the Twitch algorithm works in the sense of does it push out a lot of streams uh, that are in more popular than others to the front page? Or how do people kind of go about finding that? Is it just random? Uh, Twitch's algorithm kind of kind of sucks, in my opinion. Like, uh, the front page is mostly reserved for partners. So how Twitch does it is like every, every day or every week, uh, they cycle out <clears throat> uh, partners to be on the front page, so they actually have a, a, a time slot on it. So we won't discover like random people on the front page, but you do can uh, you can discover like people from the categories or like the browsing page, but it's just not that reliable versus uh, YouTube's actual algorithm. So that, that's like like most people on Twitch don't really uh, clickbait because it doesn't work. Clickbait doesn't work on Twitch. So do you feel like do you feel like you already have to have a following beforehand, regardless of whether it's from YouTube or Twitter or whatever? Like, do you feel like you need to have a following before you start going on Twitch? If the algorithm doesn't push random streams, like you have to have like you have to invite your friends and your family to watch your first few streams to, I guess, quote unquote, get in the algorithm's favor. Mm, yeah, definitely. I think. Uh, it really helps if you if you have if you already have a presence on Twitter or other social media, and it does help if you get your friends or your family or even just open up your laptop to add one extra viewer. And it'll, it'll it doesn't really uh, for the most part it doesn't really you know randomize the the algorithm doesn't really do anything. It just sorts by by the amount of viewers. So. If you have more viewers, you'll get on top easier. So yeah, you. I do think it helps if you already have a presence, or if you can get your friends or your family to help watch your stream, even though you know they're just adding a viewer. But it it really really does help. So please, if you if you're a new streamer, just get your family and friends to watch. See the stuff that I would stream is is uh I I kind of swear a lot and it's not safe for work so mm -hmm. I would kind of feel like it would be harder for me to wanna invite uh my uh, relatives who are all very uh, religious based <laughs> to come to my stream I would be like oh oh, oh guys please please don't uh please don't because I I come from a Filipino background so a lot of my family or my my I'm not religious myself but like a lot of my um relatives are like come from Filipino Catholic based religious I'm just like yeah please don't come to my stream please don't watch what I do please don't see anything because if I do I'm gonna have to hear it at family reunion and I really <laughs> don't want to I, I really don't want to talk about how much I love dicks on stream or with the family please do not watch it but yeah I mean I think my friends already know so like that would totally be fine um I will I do know that one positive thing about YouTube is the algorithm is so funky that it recommends me videos from like anywhere from eight years ago to five years ago like random stuff yeah that for whatever reason for whatever reason pops up on my feed like a literal video of this old cursed meme video called I want a non-human bones, which features this weird guy in a pink suit. 
in auto-tune saying he wants non-human, but like a random ass video popped up on my feed. And I think that's also the story of how I um, found uh, VTubers again. Because again, like I said, I think, I think it was Hololive that kind of just randomly appeared on my screen. I was like, who, who is this character, etc., etc. So I do know that I think there's a little bit more i get i mean of course everything's luck based but yeah. i do think that there is a little bit of a factor with youtube that i can see that maybe uh these asian vtuber communities can kind of capitalize on where if enough traction kind of comes about from these different communities then it's a little bit easier to kind of find uh and almost always it's never the original vtuber it's always someone who clips it so it's always like someone who makes a oh english vtuber translation of this person random funny moments uh so and so uh falls asleep on stream which by the way i'm just gonna just really quickly talk about that there was that one niji sanji uh uh vtuber i forget her name she fell asleep on stream and she woke up to about at least over two thousand dollars at least over two thousand dollars worth of money of people just sending her super chats yeah. after she fell asleep on stream for like seven to eight hours and if you're not making money moves like that in this world everyone then i don't know what you're doing with your life <laughs> sleep 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 for money and sleep for views and then go on trending because you're sleeping on a live stream that's the secret to success right there um but yeah like i don't know like i, I can't imagine that Again, like, because I, I would consider you a very memeish VTuber. Uh, I'm pretty sure one of your moments will, will eventually end up on like a random ass, like, Indonesian English clip. Because if people are already starting to clip, like, all these Indonesian VTubers, because I've been seeing a lot of them pop out, like, I'm pretty sure one of your moments will appear on there. Like, I'm almost certain either that or I'll have to submit to every single one. Uh, by hand and maybe eventually they'll get your stuff there because that's where i find a lot of random vtubers that i never would have known otherwise yeah yeah clips really help i think I, yeah. I think i found you through i think it was by association i think i found you through hana i but, think because okay. i because i didn't because i because i didn't know i didn't know sora and um evelyn the other ones i think it was through hana that i think i was randomly looking through her stuff and then that's when i came across you but i don't remember which video but i think it was in that series that i found you in which case i found out that you were clearly an mlg gamer and clearly way too good way too better than anyone else in this community um but aside from that like do you kind of see yourself still being able to juggle both twitch and youtube oh yeah i do i i i, I definitely think it's possible because on twitch i i stream for maybe like two maybe maximum of six hours on twitch and i don't stream every day i take weekends off and even on weekdays i don't stream every day so on those off days if i'm not working on anything else i could probably just you know make highlights or clips that i can post them on my own youtube and i do uh i do post all of my stream archives to youtube and i think it's, it's just like if i if i have time to make highlights, I will do it. If not, then, you know, it's just archives for now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you... Do you... Or, not sorry. Do you feel like you can still have moderate success and still make it in... As far as the area where you live in Indonesia, like, do you feel that it's easier to not have, like, the success of Keys in the Eye? Like, you can still have, like, 
a general amount of success and still make it in the area that you live in. I do think it's possible, yeah. Because there, there are a lot of uh, YouTubers and even Twitch streamers from Indonesia who are... I mean, I could call them successful, yeah. And there's also another Indonesian VTuber called uh, Andi Adinata from Indonesia. And mm. he has like 100,000 subscribers. Uh, he just hit 100k like this month, maybe like the end of last month. So if he can do it, Ooh. like anyone else can. Jesus. Yeah. That's... Oh my goodness. He's oh my way, way faster than any of the other VTubers. And then do you feel like there's, do you feel like it's just YouTube favoring a certain person's algorithm? Or do you feel like it really is sorely based on the content and the character of the person? It's more of like how you can get the algorithm to favor you. So if you keep making like content that people would watch, like maybe song covers, or you have an interesting uh, title or a thumbnail, or you just go with the flow and do all the trendy stuff. I think YouTube will, you know, put you out there. So if you want to make it onto YouTube, on YouTube, you just gotta, you know, do the the fat stuff. It'll really help if you do that. I I, I don't I don't want to do it. That's why I I, I don't really care. But if you wanna. You know, make it on YouTube. Definitely gotta, you know, do something. It's it's either like you do something that everyone else is doing, or you do something that that everyone else is not doing, and that takes away all the attention. I mean, I don't see anyone else talking about OBS tutorials. So I mean, <laughs> I think I mean I think that's a I think that's a pretty good video right there. Man, I'm just. I guess there's just so much analytics and so much science and math that goes yeah. behind it that there's just so much things to consider as far as what you're posting and like you know what kind of goes viral and then what doesn't go viral and it's just but at the same time as long as you're enjoying it then I think really that's really that's all that matters yeah, but that's you know for the, but for the rest it. of us who for the rest of us who aren't successful VTubers, you know, just like me, you can find me on my OnlyFans account and you can, uh, you know, <laughs> hopefully you can tip me and I will send you pictures of my feet and I will send you whatever else you want to see for the right amount of money. You just let me know. <laughs> um, in any case, you know, going on to some more um, casual stuff, I know I, I have seen it in a few other um, Indonesian uh, VTuber streams, but I, I um, again, I have not really researched much about where you guys come from in this part of your country like what are some of your guys favorite food i know that in the recent hollow live id one they were talking about i really don't want to butcher the, i don't really don't want to butcher these but <laughs> i feel like the, i know the pronunciation is similar to I, I think the way that some indonesian dialect is similar to some filipino yeah. ones which is like a, a different i'm thinking it's 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 like more like bakso saten chomai hey, along those lines yeah Oh, did I? Okay, yeah, that's. Exactly. I'm just assuming. I'm, I'm. I was assuming just based on Philip how a Filipino would say it. That's how mm -hmm. I would read it. But what are some of your? Oh, well, first between those three, um, if you want to explain what they are and what your favorite one is out of them. All right. So bakso is meatballs, but it, it, it's not like your Western meatballs. It's you know, uh, Asian meatballs, Chinese meatballs are very rubbery. 
it's almost like a rubber. You you when you bite into it, it just bites back like a like almost like a like a like a rubber band. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's definitely not those uh, ground beef kind of meatball. It's it's different. It's like goop, but you know. <laughs> Is it just like bubble gum? You just chew into it. You're just continuously just chewing into yeah, some, it. Yeah, some of them, yeah. It's like bubble gum, and some of them is exactly like just rubber. You bite into it, it's hard, and you know, you just chew. And sate is uh, skewers. You know, if you if you were into Japanese food, it's like yakitori. So it's just mm, mm. okay. And we have we Indonesia, have we use we have that a lot in Filipino food. Yeah, we use peanut sauce. On satay in Indonesia, I don't think like many many other countries use peanut sauce. Maybe Filipino uh, food user. Yeah, I'm I'm one of the few people that I've I think it comes from Fili- or like in Filipino culture it's it's used to where I'm like yeah I know what peanut sauce is I mm. I know exactly what you're talking about. And so my it's you know Chinese dumplings and whatever else. <laughs> Oh, but, is, it, is, yeah. it, is it shumai? Yeah, shumai, yeah. It's, it's the same oh, thing. okay, but, I was like... Oh, okay. We, we, we use, like, peanut sauce also on our shumai. Oh, so, yeah, really? Okay, I... Yeah, we use sauce on everything. I, okay, because I, I mainly just use, like, soy sauce or, like, um, stuff for, uh, uh gyoza and mandu. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that kind like, of like soy sauce or, like, uh, chili sauce or something. We use peanut sauce. Yeah. Filipinos, we, uh... There's a lot of chili sauce everywhere. Yes, yeah, a lot of chili, and I'm just like, oh, because even then, like, I grew up with so much like Filipino foods, like pancit and lumpia, and um, mm. a lot of, a lot of foods that make me question my sanity as a Filipino. Um, but other than that, I just keep thinking about why we create a bullet and why it exists. But you know, that's that's okay. It's just, oh. But anyways, um, what is your favorite out of the three? Before I keep getting a f- Filipino food flashback, I I might have to go with baso. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I do love yeah. Baso. Like, I I guess I'm I'm a little bit biased because in in uh Filipino culture we have something similar to uh satay and yakitori. I don't know what the name of it is, but we. Every single Filipino party I've went to has like some sort of skewer, like meat food. So I'm a little bit biased towards that. But is there any other food that you'd recommend to anyone that isn't listed out of those three? Um, did you really recommend people try when they go to Indonesia, or if you see it at an Indonesian food store? Oh, there's a. Okay, the easiest one I can recommend is Indomie. It's instant noodles. You can find this anywhere, even in the U.S. or like. Is that the one you tweeted about? Yeah. Oh, Indomie. Okay. That's and like then, the like, what's one. the what's the difference between like, well, what's the main, I guess, selling point of that specific type of instant noodle? I. It's more flavorful. I I, I can flavorful. assure you, it's more flavorful than most other. It's the noodles that, that you can try. I think I kind of have to stay away from instant noodles for a while because I don't know if you know the uh, the companies Peyong and Samyang, mm-hmm. but uh, the the really extremely spicy noodles that yeah. everyone does for challenges. Yeah, so uh, I recorded a YouTube video and uh, you'll see it soon. Everyone will see it soon. But uh, 
let's just say it was not a fun time for me. <laughs> it's a oh, fun yeah. time. It was a fun time for my. It was fun time for my friends. Not a fun time for me. But we'll see what you guys will see that. And then I. So you you said you don't have any personal Indonesian ghost stories, but is there anything that you've kind of heard as far as like? A creature or anything, because I I've heard tell from Rachi and some other Indonesian VTubers that there's just some. You guys have some really incredible creatures of the night. Apparently. Oh yeah, <laughs> we do. So and it makes me it makes me very scared <laughs> to want to at least like go out at night. I don't actually like know uh, the stories behind them, but I I know like I know the ghosts, you know. The, the the monsters I don't know their story. Like, is, have you um? I guess assuming as a cybernetic human growing up, uh, what was there anything that you like? Did you have any classmates or any stories or like anything that people would say? Don't go down or like don't go out at this time or like oh you're gonna be snatched up by this oh, yeah. thing or this house is haunted. There's a, a lot of those stories, uh, but mainly like parents tell you to just just to like keep you from doing naughty stuff <laughs> oh yeah i mean yeah. of course uh, there i mean there, there's always going to be like those stories but <laughs> is there anything that you kind of maybe personally believe that kind of even even if maybe it sounds stupid you probably would not want to chance it let me think uh because at least as far as uh hawaii is well and of course of course, the Philippines too. I've heard a lot of ghost stories in the Philippines, but I know as far as Hawaii, of course, we have a lot of uh, sacred um, uh, spirituality here that kind of goes on. And of course, like with all the stuff with tourism, a lot yeah. of it has been kind of de desecrated. So of course, there's a lot of stories, and I've seen and experienced a lot of things at night uh, on beaches that I just think to myself, man, I really shouldn't be out here at three in the morning, but you know. <laughs> I make very bad decisions. Like even just for a stupid, stupid story that I tell everyone that if anyone really wants to prove their worth to me, not that I would really ever consider doing this anytime soon, but there is a place here called, uh, on Maui specifically called Iao Valley. And it has a lot of history behind um, the wars between the, the different islands, between the different Ali'i who were trying to, um, I guess between King Kamehameha and the different uh, warring chiefs. And there's a lot of war history over there. And we always hear stories growing up of, I guess you really shouldn't go there at night because there's night marchers and whatnot. And I will always joke around to my friends like, hey guys, if you want to go up there at like uh, two o'clock leading up to three o'clock in the morning and you want to do a Ouija board there at three o'clock in the morning, you let me know. And we'll, we'll, we'll see which one of us truly, truly is the bravest. Oh. Some like 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 something something stupid like that. I don't know if for you you've had like stupid like I'm gonna be stupid and try to prove that I'm brave even though I'm really fucking scared right now that something is gonna snatch me up in the night. Alright, so I I live in Jakarta, right? So Jakarta is a pretty modern city. So we don't really have those uh, like urban legends. I, I don't think we have those, like specifically in Jakarta, but I, I do know there's like a, some, some ghost that will snatch you up if you swim on a, a certain uh, beach in, in West Java. I, 
forgot the name. Okay, if if you if you go there at, at like uh, in the afternoon and you wear like I think green green clothing or something, like some some ghost or some entity will snatch you up from the from the beach and you will be lost forever. I I don't know. It it, it sounds silly, but I I, I guess I would want to do that because you know it's. I, I get the logic behind the story. You just don't don't go to the beach at night. You will drown. But I I wouldn't want to be snatched up by a ghost if if I do want to risk it. Uh, it's, it's it sounds kind of weird if I get snatched up. <laughs> That's such a very specific requirement for like you can only only if you're in only if you go there yeah, in only the afternoon. Oh, you're wearing green, <laughs> you will get snatched up. And I'm like, well, what if I go at night and I'm wearing red? The ghost doesn't like red. He's just, he's, uh, they'll ignore you. Like, they, they're, they're tired at night. They want to get some sleep, just like the rest of you. And they've, they don't like the color red. It's the opposite of green. They're, you, you'll be fine. Like, you swim, swim at, like, swim in the morning, swim at night, but like, yeah. not specifically the afternoon wearing green. But at the same time, Knowing my own personal lore and legends here, I probably would not want to chance it anyway. Um, one of the things I did want to ask, um, and I know it's maybe in general, maybe it's just East Asia and Southeast Asia, but why do you guys have so, like, why are there so many Indonesian and Thai horror games? Like, I, I, I see it all the time. Like, I see so much. I mean, of course, there's like Japanese horror games and Chinese horror games and like some Philippines, but like, I see a lot of them about. Specifically, Thailand and Indonesia. Like, yes. I see a lot of we it, and I'm like, a lot. Why, do you, have a lot, yeah. why do you guys have so many horror games? Like, I, is, I it, is it just like a prevailing? Is is the is the urban legends? We we have a lot of those. I I don't remember any of them, but yeah, we do have a lot, and we do have a lot of ghosts and ghost stories, and they're all very very creepy, and it's it's good content to be a, you know a video game yeah. story. Yeah, cause I, cause I, I look back at some of them. Like I, I'm sure I'll, I'll search up really quickly while, mm. while I'm um, thinking about that. But I know like almost all of them take place in schools. Oh, like yeah. they're almost always set in like either hospitals or schools. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, clearly I do not want to go to a Thai or Indonesian hospital or school at night because apparently something is gonna come after me when I'm least expecting it. Like just, um, oh. Yeah, like there, like there's some that I've seen. Like, um, I think the main one I've seen is, um, I think it's called Pamali. Yeah, Pamali. Pamali is the main one that I've seen where, uh, some English English YouTubers have played it, and I'm just like, man, y'all just, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right. So, oh, gosh, th th there's a uh, Pamali means uh, things that no taboo, taboo things. Mm -hmm. Those are Pamali. So, you know. In, in the game, you kind of have to do those taboo things, you know, to, to get the ghost, or, or I, I don't, I, I haven't actually played it, but I know it's like about why you should, should or should not do, you know, those forbidden things, like cutting your nails at night, or going somewhere, or I, I don't actually Can't cut know. your nails at night? Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a taboo thing if you cut your nails at night. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll have to keep that in mind next time, because sometimes I'm up until 6 in the morning, and sometimes the guy just wants to cut his nails, so exactly. I'll keep like, that in I mind. Want, I just want to, oh, my nails are long, I just cut it. I don't, I don't. Yeah, that's, that, I, that's what I'm hoping, I'm like, okay, I, I guess I'll have to keep that in mind, but yeah, like, you're saying that you have to do all the taboo stuff to summon the ghosts. Mm. Like, oh, gosh, and then the same time i wouldn't mind seeing you play it because I, I i would love oh, to um i have noticed that i i've no i've noticed that when certain people play certain games especially like how um coco kiryu from hollow life played arc everyone played arc literally mm. like all of hollow life ended up playing arc and if you play it and you get the rest of the indonesian v and then after that if you get the rest of the indonesian vtubers regardless of whether they're with a the company or not if you get them to play it and then you get people to clip it and then because there have been some people who clip like oh here's all of hololive reacting to the exact same jump scare in this game oh yeah uh, i would love to see a clip of all the the indonesian vtubers react to that game because it's oh I am, I it's am, something I'm really bad right. at horror games I mean, are you actually? I, I am, yeah. I, I've played like a. I've, I've made two horror game videos with uh, collaboration with other Indonesian VTubers. We played the convenience store game, and we yeah, played the, yeah, the other game. And it's I I am just bad at horror games in general. I I can't do it. Was it was it the locker or was it the security camera that got you? It's the locker, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, every everyone I've watched in those everyone except for maybe Tokino Soda, um, everyone has kind of gotten very animated after seeing that to the point <laughs> that they're telling the person to go kill themselves even though that's their manager. <laughs> oh, I guess they got their wish because spoilers, he did end up getting killed. So yep. you know, I guess everyone did get their wish. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess you could do it as a milestone. I guess if the people really want to see it, I would love yeah, I for, like, because again, like, I would love to see um, if there's any, because I like when seeing people, I guess, play horror games that are related to their culture, because they can kind of understand it. Like, when I would see Manly Badass Hero play uh, a Thai horror game, then he kind of gets the references and understands, I'm like, oh yeah, this is how it is, and, mm -hmm. and, um, in my home country, and et cetera, et cetera. So I would kind of like to see how... VTubers, because again, I believe how big is Indonesia? This this is huge. <laughs> yeah, so I'm assuming yeah. I'm assuming in the in the broad range of every single I, uh, ID tuber that you guys would have very different experiences depending on whether you're more from a place that's rural or more of a place like Jakarta where it's more modern. Yeah. So I would like to see how everyone kind of reacts to that in a different situation, being, being like. Oh, ghosts don't scare me. I come from a modern place, and then some people being like, "Yo, I ain't gonna fuck with this. I I have seen way too many ghost stories to like <laughs> wanna deal with this." And then, and then from there, you can just get super chats from everyone. Oh no, no, wait, you guys don't have super chat because yeah, we don't. Indonesia, I don't think you, yeah. you you guys use Streamlabs, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's so okay, weird. you guys. Okay, everyone, send them stream. Labs and hopefully Kotsky, if he does it as a milestone, we would all like to see some clips of him uh, getting scared because who doesn't want to watch someone get scared at yeah. like late at night? Oh, I guess. Wait, would you ever play it late at night or like do you? I well, I guess not disclosing anything, but 
is it harder for you to play something late at night in a situation where you might be really loud and possibly scare everyone? Or do you play those games during the day? I... I play at night, mostly, yeah. Even if I'm loud, okay. I play at night, yeah. Okay, I'm like, you might as well turn all the, the ambience on, you know what I mean? Why Why would you <laughs> play a scary game during, during the day? That's just weak. You... You yeah. want to go on the dark. If you want to go on the dark and deep web, or if you want to play a horror game, you play it at very, very early, very early hours. Really, essentially, horny hours and spooky hours are at the exact same time. Exactly. So, for those looking to, I don't know, fuck a ghost, that's a really good time because they're both essentially the exact same hours. <laughs> um, and now going on to uh, some different topics. So. I know we kind of mentioned covers before, but what is the type of music that you like? Well, I, I listen mostly to Western music, like progressive rock. You know, I, I love Rush, I love Dream Theater, um, Tool, and I do listen to some uh, Japanese EDM, you know, video game music also. Mm, what else? It's mostly those things. Really? I yeah. wouldn't have I wouldn't have pegged you as someone to you said progressive rock, right? Yeah. Wow, I I actually would not have pegged you as that, but I also can't imagine you as being the type to listen to a lot of that rock as explosions are going up behind you. So I I guess it's not <laughs> I guess it's not too far out of that, but wow, I I wouldn't have imagined that. So then what's like your favorite song of all time? Oh dude, that's that's really hard. Uh, uh... What's like the first one that comes to mind? The very first one. Okay, I, I guess I gotta give it to The Dance of Eternity from Dream Theater. Ah, uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's a good one. Dang, I'm like, because I listen to a lot of like math rock and um, oh. math rock. I listen to math rock and what is it? Uh, shoot, what is the other iteration of it? It's oh my god, why am I forgetting it now? Math rock and. What is it? Oh. oh my god, I'm getting upset. Not it's it's not not post rock, it's math math rock and Oh my god, I oh my gosh, I'm getting <laughs> upset. I'll, I'll, I'll why can't I remember it? I, I'll remember it eventually, but one of the things I really love is kind of I like music that doesn't follow a traditional four four time. So every mm -hmm. time I do listen to math math rock and um it's not post-rock, it's something else. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out later. But I think it's really cool seeing how both uh, Western and Asian, because um, I know my favorite Japanese one is, uh, I think their name is like Turiko or something, or, or in English it's like Tricot or something, or Trico or something like that. But I love listening to, I guess like, the way people put it, aside from emo chords, they also call it, um, they also call it like, it's literally like anime soundtracks. Where it's like that kind of rock, like 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 almost rock, but like an easygoing rock, where it's more like you see it as the soundtrack to, to like an anime or something like that. And I really absolutely kind of love that style, but I kind of listen to it to kind of like to kind of be like every other person on a dating app. I kind of listen to everything, so it, I kind of <laughs> go from like from, from like rock to jazz to blues to like uh, um native hawaiian music and that sort of thing but is there anything that you would want to cover oh dude i i really want to do do you know pink guy yes yeah, yes yeah. i want to do pink guy oh gosh <laughs> i kind of i kind of as a joke would want to do um what's her name what's what's the name it's 
It's it's that that person that does the flamingo song. Okay. It's, uh, it's it's I've seen some it's it's like that meme song where people are like where people have memed that song to death where it's like like black, white, pink or blue, show off your natural hue, flamingo or something like that. I just I would love to do I just wanna do meme songs essentially, but I come from a I come from a manga anime and game background, so I kind of have to say that I'm into Vocaloid and shit, but uh, don't con- don't consider me a weeb, everyone. I actually that, do listen impossible. to actual. I, that is impossible. If, if you like Vocaloid, you you are 100 a weeb. No, but I, I, I but <laughs> I tell people that like I actually listen to more than just Vocaloid. Like there are actual Japanese artists and different bands that I like mm. that aren't just that aren't just oh anime openings and endings and Vocaloid. Like there are actual some some underground artists that like like i said like uh, trico that i found that like no one else probably would have discovered it had i just not randomly found it so i actually do like that because i i've had to differentiate people and i've had to talk to them the differences between otaku versus a weeb versus like a hikikomori slash neat and having to like go into like the whole difference so i always tell people i'm like okay like i guess i would consider myself an otaku but don't don't call me a weeb i'm not i'm not like (laughs) Because, like, I always consider weeb to the point of, like, if you were... Because otaku is more, I always consider them more just someone who's just into, like, anime, games, uh, and uh, uh, manga and that sort of thing. And, uh, what's it called? A lot of them are... How do I put it? So, an otaku can be... uh, An otaku can be, like, a neat or a hikikomori, but... uh, I'm trying to remember how I worded it. Because, like, Hikikomori is more, like, shut in. So, like, those are the people that, like, are just the people that are just staying at home, like, recluse. Otaku, like, you you can be a functioning member of society. Like, you can go to your day job at at the office, and then when you go back home, you just play video games and that sort of thing. And and that's totally fine. A weeb is someone who is not from Japan, who is still about that culture, way too into it to the point that they... It embodies their life, and they just are all about Japan and want to live Japan, or want to live their Japanese life. Which, again, for me, I love everything. I just have studied Japanese language since I was younger, so I'm more likened to listening to that sort of media. But again, like I, I love listening to anything that comes from other languages and other cultures. Like I'm not just like, oh my god, anime! Like please, I want to marry my waifu and have my body <laughs> pillow and just like go and. Do- all that stuff and i'm just like don't lump me in with those people <laughs> i'm not i'm not that i have a pro- i'm a productive member of society please don't don't look at me like that don't judge me because all my friends have who despite themselves being weeps also have called me that and i'm just like don't you dare it's a it's an insult to me i'm a functioning member of society it's just uh but it's so I need to stop before I get myself deep into this this hole of me <laughs> really just making myself look like a Japanese fanboy. Um, and then, so as far as kind of going back to the design, like, do you feel like cyberpunk or like Outrun and that sort of thing? Did that kind of inspire your aesthetic taste? Like, as far as your cybernetic uh, image? Do you feel like you're more, was it just more like you just thought it was cool, or did you have some influence coming from the cyberpunk and retro wave scene? Okay, so about that, I don't uh, really have any influence from the cyberpunk or, you know, you know, those uh, 
synthwave, retrowave things, but it, I guess it's, it, it, we have a little bit of, you know, influence on the, on the mask for Cyberpunk, but it's, it's not really uh, a Cyberpunk design, you know? The, mm-hmm. So the, 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 the main idea for the mask was to have, like, I wanted to have emotions, you know, through the mask. So the the original idea was I wanted to have just just an LED on my face, like you know the girl from Love Life. So it's, mm-hmm. it's just like a an LED you slap onto my face, and I'll have like mouth and eyes, like emoji type of thing. But we kind of didn't do it because it's kind of I. It, it looked weird, <laughs> so we just we we took some you know other other masks and we made we we used the Kitsune the fox mask. I think mm-hmm. it looks better. It's a, it's just again I think it's just one of those things that I think it just fits very well with the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm hoping for people that do that sort of fan art. I would hope maybe they can kind of include a little bit of like oh that sort of cyberpunk futuristic samurai sword ninja-esque sort of look when they draw you because i can definitely <laughs> see as far as like your, your outfit your main outfit that mm-hmm. you can kind of fit in with that style um yeah. but other than other than that i would just say that like just how i guess you were designed i think it's just very smart overall and i think there's just so much potential behind it that i don't see as much with other people who are just like a high school student or something like that oh. and especially kind of like the incorporation of your voice too which hopefully again we'll see some we'll see some covers from maybe we'll maybe we'll see you do a an auto-tune cover sometime soon uh that we there's just i guess so much potential with your character design i would say and i think that's like just i think it's just it's it's just really incredibly smart um so this this one i have been looking forward to talking about so you are very authentic. You truly give no fucks as far as kind of voicing your opinion. And even on your Twitter profile, mm. you have to put a disclaimer that you are talking about profanity. So what was the decision in being more upfront about, you know, like your swearing or your uh, uh, not safe for work stuff or your tweets or your, your, your not safe for work memes? Like what was the decision in kind of doing that versus uh, I guess being like a clean-cut idol or entertainer. I I didn't want to just you know be like everyone else when I started. I I I, I talked to all of my friends and I was just like I'm I'm gonna be a VTuber and I will give no fucks. I will just be myself and I will do whatever the fuck I want on Twitch, not on YouTube. I will stream on Twitch and I will just say whatever. Even on Twitter, I'll I'll just say whatever. But I, I do want people to keep in mind, just because I, I say fuck, or I say like all of the other bad stuff, doesn't mean that I'm like rude or toxic. I think that's that's like a lot of Indonesian. They 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 all think I am I'm like rude because <laughs> I, I I I like I swear all the time, right? And they they, they all think I'm rude, but that, I am not rude. I'm just you know what's what is wrong with me saying fuck whenever I'm angry? That's there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not calling like some some guy a fuckface. No, I'm just like saying fuck. This game makes me angry, you know. <laughs> and I, I want to be however, able to say that. However, if you do 
piss him off, he will call you a fuckface, and he he yeah, I will. explain that right now. <laughs> I will. Do, so, you, yeah. do your friends, do your friend like a lot of your friends watch your stream or like your like, do they see that you kind of well? I'm not that you swear all the time, but kind of giving that disclaimer to your friends. Like, do they do a lot of them watch what you do? No. It, it's like it's like a separate life from that. It, it's basically like you don't bring it up to them essentially. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so, some of them know. You're just like it's it's just one of those things where I guess. Well, I guess that would be kind of a weird thing to bring up to someone, huh? It's kind of like a Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus moment where it's like, how do you, how do you talk, how do you talk to someone that you're living a double life and that you uh, have all this other stuff going on? But that's okay. Um, and then just so that way the people know, because not everyone follows your tweets. Uh, it just so happens every single time that I go on your Twitter, your tweets happen to be the first thing that pops up on my timeline. Nice. You're, but you're fine. But you're fine with um, people, I guess, making fan art and like people commenting regardless of whether you're boy or girl or whatever gender etc like you're fine with anything really as long as it's tasteful yeah yeah i just i, I want that? everyone to have a good time on twitter yes so all fanboys fangirls and whatever the gender neutral term is get at him <laughs> he, he, he want he wants everything that you're offering and he's willing to offer it to you um now, whether those cybernetic enhancements go in other places, I have no idea. But well, if you pay him, if you go on Streamlabs and you and you donate a lot to him, or you send him a really enticing marshmallow, he'll probably answer it. I will um, entertain you. Yeah. I, I answer all my marshmallows. That, yeah, the I I, I noticed. Yeah, because I I was the one that sent the 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 tanuki one. Yeah, I was the one that I was the one that sent that. Um, so you. Yeah, I, I do know it's like, because yeah, a lot of people will not answer, and I'm just like, yeah, you, you have, you really truly give no fucks. Hmm. Because, why should I? Um, uh, well, I guess I've seen some people get monetized by saying fuck all the time, so you know, <laughs> there's weirder things in this life. Very, very weirder things. Yeah, um, I, 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 I rely on Streamlabs and my Twitch subscriptions rather than YouTube, so I don't really, you know, I don't care if I get demonetized or I, I don't get money from YouTube. I, I get money from other places. It's fine. Again, that's why people, again, if you want, want to get at my OnlyFans, you let me know. <laughs> um, and then, again, just to kind of help me understand a little bit about where you come from at least as far as like living in indonesia for us in hawaii again i'm, I'm born and raised here um but it's a very 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 high standard of living because a lot of it has been sold to a lot of tourists so what is it like for indonesia like is it i get well i mean quote unquote easier to live there as far as like in terms of money or like a lot of food like what do you feel like it's been because i believe you're born and raised in indonesia yes yes like what is the ex what's the experience for you? Uh, That's a weird thing to ask. But... I think like like my my childhood was pretty you know normal. <laughs> There's like nothing special or not there also nothing bad. But recently, I think Indonesia has become this really easy place to live in because we have a lot of uh, technological advancements, sorta, and you know we have a uh, you know those. Um, how do I explain this? Like, like, like Uber, 
you know, Uber, but for, you know, motorbikes so we can get around easily. And they also deliver food for us. Like, it's, I mean, it's everywhere, but especially in Indonesia, it's so convenient that I don't really have to go outside at all. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna yeah. ask about that. So I was like, so like, do you, are you like most of other VTubers where you're kind of just mostly inside these days? I am. So, qu- so quarantine and COVID-19 have really has not changed anything for your lifestyle. Nope, it, it did not change anything. I was, I'm, I was just inside all day, every day. Now I'm still inside all day, every day. So <laughs> it didn't change anything for me. I guess, I guess for everyone who kind of maybe perhaps thought you were funny going out in public with the Kitsune mask, I guess everyone now is uh, looking at you as the smart one. <laughs> Ahead of the trends before they, before they're starting, that's just how Katsuki D rolls. But yeah, I mean, because again, you said like you can kind of make it without like having to be like Kizuna eye level of success, so it's a lot more easier as far as like monetary value of you don't need like that much as far as like donations like you can at least make it generally i mean again not that i don't want you to get a ton of donations but <laughs> you can at least make it without having to like get to that level of success of like yeah. a million and having that much people uh send you money every day i mean it, it does help if uh, i get more but uh indonesia is it's really cheap everything's really cheap here like food food costs maybe one us dollar two us dollar so cheap. What? Yeah. That's that's for I mean, a full meal. That, that's for an I actual meal. I, for an actual okay, I shouldn't be surprised because I know Philippines were pretty cheap. We're pretty cheap people too. Mm-hmm. But um but a dollar for a meal? Yep. I don't know. I'll have to go visit Indonesia one day, and then I guess I'll have to go visit Kotski and we'll I'll <laughs> probably vlog my I'll vlog my adventures and, and put a uh, put a um, what's it called? A sensor bar or sensor bar on uh, Katsuki's face, so you can't you can't <laughs> see. That. Yeah, just, so just, you won't crack the mask on my face. Do it on After Effects. <laughs> yeah, you will. Just you don't have any tattoos, right? Nope. Okay, I guess it's a lot easier for you to blend in with the rest of Indonesia, except just for having a Kitsune mask. It's harder for me because I have tattoos, so any single time that people will see it, they'll they'll know it's me, but. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier. I don't have any tattoos, but we'll we'll keep that in mind. And maybe I'll do a fucking mukbang in Indonesia for like twenty dollars. We'll oh, see. You'd probably like get a food coma for twenty dollars. Like how? Like what is like the what type of food do you guys have? As far as like, is it well, like, quote unquote, is it healthy or not healthy? I I would want to say it's person. not healthy, but it's definitely not not a hundred percent healthy. You know, like. I, I, I eat baso. Baso costs only one dollar. It's some guy in a fucking like stall just like opens it up at night and I just eat outside on the side of the road. I I, I guess I guess the Philippines and Indonesia are kind of like similar to New York, where there's literally just people like offering one dollar hot dogs on mm. the side of the roads. So I, I, that's that's how I imagine it. I'm assuming it's a lot more flavorful in Indonesia than anywhere else. So I'm just hoping oh, that yeah. maybe one, maybe one, maybe one day I can travel. But like, I have no idea what the heck I'd mukbang there. So if you have any ideas, you let me know. 
because I don't know what to eat in, in plentiful amounts. There's a lot of food here that I think you will enjoy. A lot of people enjoy. There's there's even like even the uh, vegetarian food here is really nice. I I'm I'm no vegan. I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan, but I do love all of the food that does not have meat in it. It's so good. For the pe people that don't know, um, because mostly my friends and family know this, I was vegan and gluten free for one month, mm -hmm. and it was uh, I cried a lot of tears. That <laughs> I also lost I also lost a lot of weight that month, which. It was good for my stomach, but not good for my butt, because I had a really great butt. But after I went vegan and gluten free, it just something happened. <laughs> so something happened there, and I was very upset. And now I have to eat. <laughs> now I have to eat a lot more now and do a lot more squats so I can attract a mate. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping one day I can visit. And then like just is it like as far as like like quote unquote like vacation? Like is it like relatively decent price to like come and visit oh yeah it is yeah aside from the plane ticket at least it's uh and then yeah. sorry oh and then like even to um jacardo where you are yeah it's cheap okay okay well We'll, we'll we'll talk about it after the podcast. We'll 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I'm like eventually, I'm like I need more reasons and more people to visit around the world. So I mean, if if Indonesia is uh oh, I, I see it's gonna be a give and take because then now I'm gonna like I'm gonna enjoy a lot of good food during the morning, and then I'm gonna have to be tempted to not want to go to a specific beach and green and swim in there in the afternoon, <laughs> and then I'm gonna have to decide if I want to go out at night. Or yeah. I could just be like you, or I could just be like you and not leave. I guess leave. like just, just 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 not leave, just not yeah. leave the house, not leave the room. But you live by yourself. You order everything online, and they will deliver it to your door. Like even with Amazon and everything, like everyone just gets it to their door. Yeah. Damn. Uh, do you live by yourself? As far as like when you record, like like is it easier for you, or do you have people that might hear what you're doing? I, I do live by myself. I, I live in an apartment, but I, I don't have any roommates. I, I live alone. I'm like, I would also want to say you're lucky, but also if I said that exact same sentence, my friends would kind of look at me like I'm kind of sad, and I'm like, oh, don't, don't, don't judge me for being alone, guys. I'll find <laughs> a mate of it. I'll find a mate eventually. Once I get back to bodybuilding, maybe. Um... But yeah, I mean, eventually, eventually, I'll try to like, I'll try to make it out there and ghost hunt or whatever. And then eventually, I feel like there's like a joke that I, I feel like with based on what you said about the amount of VTubers that are there, I feel like I could potentially run into, depending on the amount of people that I run into one day or the course of a few days, I could potentially run into like at least a good amount of the Indonesian VTuber community and not realize that I ran into them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Cause I, I, it's just, it's just this whole underground society or community of people that pass by each other in Indonesia. <laughs> they just wave hi to each other, and then you guys don't realize that you guys are online friends as VTubers. That's just how I imagine it. Where you just pass by Hana and you pass by everyone else, and you don't know that it's them, but then you just hear them. You accidentally hear them say like a quote from like their, uh, their stream, and then you're like, <gasps> I mean, I think it's you. And then I mean, you're like, hey, so-and-so, remember when I beat you in 100% orange? <laughs> I mean, and that, that like, could probably happen. I, I can imagine that happening. 
can like it's yeah. I can imagine that happening sort of. Oh gosh. Such a huge community of you guys. Eventually, eventually I feel like you guys are just gonna take over the whole world with the VTuber community. So I've I would just for anyone that's a Japanese or English VTuber, please do be careful because they they are they're on the rise and Katsuki will be will be on your ass. I will be on that that ass. You your ass is mine. Well, I mean, you don't need to ask for mine, but it's nice to always have consent. But it's nice to always have consent. Um, so, now that we're kind of closing it out, is there any... I know you've kind of talked about it a bit on Twitter, but are there any future projects or future collaborations that you would want to shout out, talk about, uh, with certain VTubers or certain projects or your personal stuff? Anything you want to mention? Alright, so... I'm actually working with Evelyn, Sora, and Yuji to create a Discord server for VTubers. It is, it's mostly for indie VTubers who want to learn you know, how to improve their content, you know, how to be better VTuber, better content creator, better streamers, or even like better, you know, singer or cover, cover creator. <laughs> yeah, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a Discord server for indie VTubers called Virtual. It's uh, V-I-R, and then the, the number two, and then A-L-L, all. So, it's a server for every indie VTuber. Whether you're big or small, we want you in the server, and we want everyone to share you know, their experiences, share their knowledge, let's learn from each other, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah, that's... The, we've been working on that for, for a while now. And then, um, what can specifically from you? What would you mm. what would you feel that you can teach to new people? Oh, I can. Or what did if they have a one on one session with Katsuki Senpai? What what will they learn? They probably learn how to be dumb but not be totally stupid at the same time. And they will learn how to be Swear a wizard on, on, on OBS. I, f- I feel like you're calling me out now. <laughs> oh. I just I just I just sync it up to one source, and I'm like, okay, let's start let's start recording, and then I'm good, and then uh, I'm no. like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, and then I'm and then I remember your your however long OBS uh, video stream, and I'm like, oh, that's oh, he, actually he's, just he's the probably... basics. That is still the basics. That is still like everything, every source in one scene. That's there's still a lot more stuff going on. Yeah, that's mm. kind of what I figure. Even having to work with .mkv files has been new for me, so that's that's been kind of a transition. Um, and then, do you feel like there are any collabs, or I don't know if there's stuff that you want to keep secret or that you feel like is public? Like, is there anything you feel like you're kind of working towards or want to work towards? I, I do really want to collab with more of the, more, you know, uh, agency YouTubers like Niji Sanji. All alive in Indonesia. I think they're all good people. I am friends with uh, some of them, and I do want to collab with them. But I will, you know, I will take my time. I don't, I don't want to rush it because I, I know like probably they'll, they'll probably check if I'm worthy enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to rush it, but I do want to collab with uh, a bunch of them, and I, I want to collab with more indie YouTubers, whether you're, you're big or small. I, Let's let's play games together, or let's do something together. Hmm. 
you think like those companies check out your Twitter and they're like, yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens. They, they probably do. <laughs> they just they just see tweets where they're just like, man, it's real horny hours, and oh gosh, I fell asleep longer than I thought I would, and they're like, yeah, he's the one we wanna. <laughs> he seems like a cool. He seems. But at the same time, I guess if I was ever streaming like that, I, I guess I'd probably be the same because my sleeping hours are not consistent because I'm always editing. So I'm always like, yeah, I guess. I guess if I had like a stream schedule and then I was kind of really tired, I guess I'd kind of push it off to you and be like, "Hey guys, I just need like two hours of sleep." And you're like, "You guys like, are you guys fine with waiting two more hours?" I think you guys are fine with waiting two more hours, right? Okay, I'm just gonna tweet, and you guys are gonna be fine with it. I'll see you guys later. Just let me rest my eyes for a little bit more. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. But yeah, I mean, as far as that, is there any other messages either to? regardless of whether you're fans or also oh actually kind of speaking of that is there anything that you would want to possibly maybe include like your fans at some point um for some kind of game oh yeah definitely i, I want to have like viewer games and subscriber games where i play with my viewers or subscribers i just i haven't found you know the perfect game for it i don't want to just play scribble or like jackbox i want to play something you know more more hands-on i guess yeah i, mm -hmm. I am i am planning doing that yeah because i i eventually we've talked about it i i kind of do eventually want to join in because i'm starting to record a bit more games too but because i don't have a gaming laptop i can't do stuff like mm. rainbow six siege and stuff that it is a very old laptop that i'm using right now um i'm still surprised that it's even to this day still alive but that's why i'm kind of having to do all these like older free games or stuff like that so unfortunately i can't but Hopefully we can like see what we can get together. But yeah, it would be cool to like. I, I guess I've seen some people where I guess I think PUBG before had an option where I guess it could be like a one person is like alive and then the rest of them are zombies or something oh, yeah. like that. And then some and then some streamers did it where it's like oh them versus ninety nine of their viewers like mm. all coming at them together at once. So maybe something like that where you can kind of get a bunch of people all together, or maybe you can all just get together in Human Fall Flat and. Kotsky can just laugh at everyone for how bad they are at playing the game. Um, being a gorilla at the edge of, edge of the, <laughs> the level. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm hoping eventually like more people will see a bit more of VTuber VTuber stuff. I, I think it's I, the only way I can describe it is it's a rabbit hole. Like it's one of those things that you just go head deep into and you can't really get out of it. Yep. So I'm hoping more stuff, see, more people see what they do and especially a feel for you um i know we've talked about it before how maybe you want to do more stuff in english that i think especially with your not rudeness like i wouldn't call what you do rudeness but i, I genuinely would say like you're one of the more authentic ones so i would say like more of a western audience can definitely resonate with that so i'm hoping more people who kind of stream or kind of watch it from the people who are going to see this on youtube and whatever that are in the west hopefully uh a lot more people can appreciate the fact that you know you're unapologetically yourself and i think that's something to be respected and also you have a lot of skills to back up all of the shit that you sh uh, should talk for other people so i it's it's a glorious thing to watch on and hopefully more people can see that because i would like for more people to see that and hopefully I mean, no promises, but we'll, we'll see if Keys and I uh, ever watches this, and, and and maybe maybe I can like uh, score a deal with one of the Keys and the Eyes to like 
see you and like play with you. Hopefully, maybe. we'll see. Yeah, maybe we'll 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 see, we'll see what happens. But in any case, uh, thanks everyone for listening to the Lo-Fi Lounging podcast that now actually has a name because I didn't mention it in the first one. So. I'm going to be signing off. This has been Katsuki D. He is an Indonesian VTuber, and we are both going to, I don't know, I guess go on Twitter and really just enjoy real horny hours, I guess. So, bye, everyone. Enjoy. Bye-bye. See you later.